0: Praise God. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Pastor Mike here. Glad you could join us today. Why don't we go right to prayer? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much for this time that we have with you today, O Lord. We pray that Holy Spirit will minister to each and every single listener here today in the name of Jesus. Touch them and speak to them in your own special way, O Lord God. We pray that their hearts and minds and eyes and ears are open, O Lord, to receive from you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I give this time and this space entirely over to you, O Lord God, take it where you will, for your honor and your glory and your praise. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, again, again, welcome to Genesis 1. Glad you could uh, join us here today and expect a blessing. Whenever you're listening to the Word of God and reading the Word of God, you should always expect to be to be blessed uh, in some way. Uh, God is here to speak to you directly. So uh, why don't you... Uh, on your, your listening ears, so to speak, your spiritual listening ears, and be ready to receive. Amen. Let me just start off by asking you a very simple couple of questions here. Did you, uh, did you ever get invited to a party that you didn't want to attend? Okay. Did you ever get invited to a, a party, a function, or even a wedding, for that matter, that you didn't want to attend? Okay. And the other question is, uh, did you ever get asked to get involved in something? Uh, get involved in something or to join something, you know, a committee or some action at work or whatever, or maybe even something in church, you know, that you just didn't want to participate in. Did you ever get asked that kind of question? Well, if you experience both of those things, and most of the listeners here today, I'm sure, have experienced that, being invited to a party or being asking to get involved in something you just didn't want to be involved in, you know, well, there's a very, very powerful letter word in our language that can be of great help to us okay great help to us all and that simple little two-letter word is the word no n-o simple as that n-o in other words maybe we should have just said no to those instances where we were asked to participate in, or to be involved with, or to go to a party, or even hang out with someone that you really didn't want to. Okay? The little simple two-letter word, no, can really bring wonders uh, in, into your life. You know, it's one of the most effective words in the English language. That little simple word, N-O, is the most effective, very, very powerful word. The word no can change the course of one's life. It can change the course of one's walk in the Lord even. It can change the course in how you are affecting your walk in God. It can affect your, your, your walk with Jesus Christ, that word no. And it can keep you from going astray, which is the most important thing. That no can keep us out of a world of hurt. It can keep us from going down paths that we do not want to go down or where God does not want us to go down. Many people, including Christians, are afraid to say no. Simple as that. Many people, including Christians, are afraid to say no. We need to learn to say no, especially the way the world is going today. There's so much happening in the world today. We need to make sure we're not just getting caught up with the program or with the people just because a group or some group of people or some, Uh, some organizations, or whatever it may be, are wanting to go in this direction, and others may be saying, don't you think you need to go in that direction if it isn't where God wants you to go, or if Holy Spirit inside you is telling you don't go in that direction, you need to be able to simply say N-O, which means no. There's so much that is going on around us today, uh, but the choice is still yours to decide to do what you want to do, okay? And we as children of the living God need to make sure we're doing what God wants us to do, so there will be many opportunities there for people to come and ask you to participate or, or to do something, and you know Holy Spirit would not want you to do that, to simply say no. Right? In the world we're living in today, temptations will come before you, uh, not necessarily seemingly openly bad temptations, but people will come before you to lead you where they would have you to go again, but you must learn to say no. All right? it, may not, it may not be something that is earth-shatteringly bad, but it may be something that God may not want you to do. Again, learn to say no. People will try to fill your life with uh, disappointments. They will try to get you to, to think the way they think. Just don't accept it. Okay? And again, I keep thinking about, you know, I'm in my back of my head, what's going on in the world around us today? You know, you know the, the freedoms and our, our, our liberties are being slowly, slowly eroded away. But the things that are being proposed in front of us, again, we have to be prepared to simply say no. All right? you know, and it's fairly simple. You know, I mean, if someone asks you to, to commit a crime, you know, to go with them to rob a bank, you know, you have no problem in saying no to that. Okay. But why do we struggle in other areas of our lives? Okay. Okay. So you're in, you're in a store uh, with someone, you're doing some shopping in a department store or whatever. And if someone was to come over to you and with something in their hand like this and whispering to you, can you put this in your pocket? Can you put this in your pocket for me? You know, you would quickly say, get out of here. No, no, you know, you know, you know, strongly. No, get away from me. Yes, so in other areas of our lives, we can't so easily. It seems anyway, we cannot so easily say no and just use that little simple two, uh, two-letter word. Okay, Jesus, in essence, said no and displayed a great deal of boldness when he threw over the money changes. Amen. So let me go to that scripture right now. You know, he threw away, threw over the money changes, and if you go to John chapter two, John chapter two. And we're going to start with verse number 13, John chapter 2 and verse number 13. And the Jews Passover was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he made a scourge of small cords, cords that's like a whip, made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables and said unto them, that sold doves, take these things hence, make not my father's house a house of merchandise. Amen? Amen? Okay. All right. so, so you see, he was, he was upset. He had no problem in, in losing his cool, so to speak, and showing anger. Okay, they were being offensive. They were were using that, you know, the the house of God, his father's house, as a place of trading, a place of exchanging money and so on, like that. And he was very, very upset about it. Okay, and he turned over and he went through that, through that, that uh, temple there, just flipped over the tables and, and used that whip to whip them and drive them out of there. He was insulted, very offended, the fact that they would use the temple house of his father, the house of God, as a place to be selling and buying and so on like that. Okay, but how bold are we? How bold are you to do something like that? Would you have been bold enough to stand up for what is right, okay, and, and, and turn that place out and chase those people out of there? Would you have been bold enough? How many of us hold our tongues when we see injustices and things that are wrong, especially pertaining to the things of God? How many of us oftentimes are closet Christians, How many of us are closet Christians, but we prefer to keep our Christianity undercover or in the closet, so to speak, okay? We don't want to be bold enough to speak about who we are, okay? And I submit to you, saints of God, that the way things are going today, it may very well be required of you in the not very distant future to stand up and say who you are if you are against some of the things that are going to be thrust, uh, thrust down our throats, Okay, thrust down our throats as not only citizens of this country, but also as Christians in this in this country, amen, or in this world for that matter. All right. So you you have to be bold. You have to be prepared to say, no, enough is enough is enough. You know, Jesus didn't have any problem in running through that temple there and turning that place out and saying, get out of here. You don't be conducting this kind of business in my father's house. Amen. Amen. So again, so how bold are you? Okay. Along with saying that little two letter word, no, and N-O, "Oh," requires some boldness at some times. And I believe that boldness is going to be acquired more and more as we go forward in the things of this life that we're in today. Many people are simply afraid to be bold because they say that they do not want to offend. Okay, they say they don't want to offend. Now, what's more important? Isn't it more important that you offend God or offend man? Jesus was not afraid of offending man, or was he? Or, you know, he was more concerned with the offense you you know that they were bringing to God's house. So, who do you look to please? Do you look to please your your neighbors. Do you look to please you you know your your relatives, some family members. You know, do you look to please your boss? Well, to <laughs> To a degree, of course, we always want to make sure we're pleasing our boss and we're in good favor with our boss. But if our bosses start telling us to do anything that is contrary to the word of God, telling us to do anything that Holy Spirit deep down inside here tells us, no, we shouldn't go there, then are you bold enough to stand up to your boss? Are you bold enough to stand up to your family members? Are you bold enough to stand up to your next door neighbor or someone in the store, wherever it may be? You know, as long as you are doing what God is calling you to do, is telling you to do, and what you should be doing as a child of God, then we have to make sure that we have that boldness and use that word no. Simply say no. Just say no. I'm not going to go there. Okay. We have to make sure that we're pleasing God more than man. That's the point that is important here. you. know, and again, so many times we Christians, we get caught up in making sure, well, 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 you know, I I, want to be, be godly and I don't want to hurt so-and-so's feelings. Do you ever stop to think a minute that if you're going to go along with what that person is saying, asking you to do, that you're not being godly? You're so worried about hurting that person's feelings, but if that person is leading you down the wrong path, then you're not being godly because you're not following God's word. You're not following God's will. You're not following God's commandments, possibly. Amen. So don't be so concerned about offending man. Okay, now, I'm not saying just to go go out of your way to be offensive. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. You, you know, we are supposed to be models for those who are not saved, and we're supposed to be models for others that are saved for that matter. You know I mean? If you're a little more mature as a Christian, and so forth, you don't want to leave, lead a lifestyle that's gonna have a Christian babe, you know, to go astray, amen, amen. So we don't want to be offensive, but we just want to make sure that what we're doing in our lives and how we're carrying our lives is in line with God's Word. And if that means saying no to someone, if that means saying no to a situation, if that means possibly turning someone off because you're saying no, then so be it. Because you have to be more concerned about pleasing God than pleasing man. Jesus was not concerned, not by a long shot, about what they would say. Okay? If you read, if you read the following scriptures, we won't go there right now. But the but the the others, uh, uh, the Pharisees, so they had a lot to say about him doing it. They questioned him about it, and and, you you know, uh, matter of fact, just to go for a little bit, verse number seventeen, and his disciples um, to to to, uh, uh, His disciples remembered uh, that it was written, "The zeal of thine house hath eaten me up." Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And of course, that opened up a whole other line of questionings, okay? But the point I'm making here is that, for right now anyway, just rest assured that the Jews there didn't like what Jesus did. But he was not concerned about what the, what they thought he was concerned about his father's house okay we have to remember to be as equally as bold right we as children of god we should not be afraid to be bold proverbs 28 verse number one says the wicked flee when no man pursues the wicked flees when no man pursues but the righteous are bold as a lion okay the wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Okay. In other words, whereas people, people, people that, that are, are wicked, they wind up being afraid and they flee when even there's no reason to be afraid. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because of the fact that many times they are living the, the wrong kind of lifestyle. OK, so they become very paranoid and many times people that are wicked, people that are unsaved, they wind up becoming fearful over so many things when there's no reason to be fearful. But as a as a righteous person, we are to be bold as a lion, lion, as Proverbs 28, one Philippians 1:20 1, says, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed In nothing that I shall be ashamed, in nothing that I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, all boldness, with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by my life or by my death, okay? So whatever you're doing in life, okay, whatever you're doing, okay, we should be be bold. We should not be ashamed of who we are. Be be proud of the fact that you are a child of the living God. Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and he gave us God's Holy Spirit is in you. There is nothing for you to ever be ashamed about. You need to walk around with your shoulders squared and you're standing up straight, straight straight as a rod, and, and conduct your life accordingly. Never be ashamed what you're doing in line with the word of God, and therefore never be ashamed to say no. Never be ashamed to say no. Okay, okay, over the years, I mean, you know, coming up in, in my career and so forth, uh, you know, even even the secular part of my career, uh, when they had, you know, the wild Christmas parties and things like that, and I was in man, always in management, wild Christmas parties, and I told them, you know, you're going, no, I'm not going, because I knew it was going to go on in, at, in those Christmas parties, okay, there'd be a lot of drinking and stuff, you know, and someone's always the, the, the proverbial, you know, dancing on the tabletop with the lampshade on their head and so forth like that, all of that. That, you know, going on. I did not want to be around it, and I did had no problem in our in saying no. I'm not going, and I was hoping no one no one was offended by my not going. But if they were, well, then so be it. But I was not going to take myself and subject myself, so expose my spirit to what was going on in that goes on in those kind of parties. Okay, so you have to be bold. You have to be bold, and tell you what, they will wind up respecting you for that okay they will wind up respecting you for doing those kinds of things for being bold and standing up for what you know is right you know i i don't gamble i don't get that that's my choice i i i don't gamble you know and he's with the football pool in the office there you've all been a part of those football pools and so forth and i remember one time hearing hearing them standing outside my office they had the envelope they were going around you know just to collect the money and i heard them saying no 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 don't, don't bother mike he doesn't gamble oh no he doesn't gamble you say, oh, when, he's, when I had one guy, oh, he's stronger than I am, you know. And so they respect you for that. This is who I am. Okay, and I, I I did my work as the Lord told me to do my work, and therefore I was successful in what I was doing, thanks to God. I give all the glory to God for giving me a very, very successful secular career, okay, for many, 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 many years. Amen. And through and into ministry, you have to make sure that you're doing what God is calling you to do. And even in ministry, there are times that I have said no, even pertaining to the things of God, okay? You simply cannot be on every single church committee, for instance, Okay? You can't join every single church committee. you can't be, be in, the, in the choir. You, 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 know, you, you can't be a deacon or, or, or an usher you know, or even a pastor for that matter and trying to do, and try to do every single thing yourself. Amen as God guides you as the Holy Spirit so guides you, be prepared to say no, even dealing with the things of God. Okay? Okay? God knows what he wants you to do. Okay? and that means that he doesn't want you to do everything. This is why he gave all of us in the church, in the body of Christ. He gave us specific jobs, specific ministries, specific gifts and things, okay? Because we're to be working together jointly, like this. Okay? Jointly. So don't think that you have to carry everything on your back. All right? So when someone comes to you in church, you know, and they say, Oh, I want you to be involved in this and that. If the Holy Spirit hasn't called you to do that, please politely say no. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Say no. Right? Because the more you take on yourself, then you wind up becoming stretched so thin that you may not have to do a, do what God has really called you to do in that ministry, okay, or in that church, or in that Christian setting, or whatever this might be. You can't serve God if you're stretched out so thin that, uh, that then you can't be effective in any place. Okay, all right? all right, So so don't be afraid to say no, even in even in uh, in, in those in those particular situations. All right. Sometimes people fear that being bold will get them into trouble, okay? But even if boldness does get us into trouble, we don't have to worry about what to say, all right? So you say, oh boy, if I'm bold and I say that, then that means such and such and such is going to happen, and then I'm going to be called on the carpet or such and such is going to happen to me, you know? And and you, you can't be worrying about that even because if you do get into trouble, so to speak, God will give you something to say. You don't have to worry about what to say. Let's go to Matthew 10, Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10, and we want to go to verse number, verse number 16, Matthew 10, verse number 16, should have said this earlier, but if you don't have your Bible, why do you hit the pause button and run and get your Bible, so you can come back and join us and read these words for yourself, amen, amen, Okay, Matthew 10, and starting with verse number 16. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Doves. But be aware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in the synagogues. Okay, he's saying here, beware of men. I'm going to send you all out to minister to people. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. And you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, because you're a Christian, because you're a child of God, for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, verse 19, put a bracket or highlight it, but when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak. Don't worry about what you're going to say. Okay. For it shall be given you in that same hour, what you shall speak for. It is not you that speak, but the spirit of your father, which speaks in you. Okay. All right. So as you're going forth, okay, don't be worrying, you know, beware of men, beware of things that can happen to you. But if you do get yourself into a place where in this case, you you know, you're brought before the council, you're brought before a judge or or police or whatever authorities there may be, you know, because you're speaking out and you're doing what God would have you to do. So do not be concerned okay okay the time may come verse number 18 you shall and you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake for a testimony against them and the gentiles okay because of the fact that we're christians you know you see what's going on in the world there is indeed Christian persecution going on in this world. Make no mistake about it. In some places, it's more subtle and it's more obvious than in others. Okay, some it's more subtle in some places, it's more obvious. But there is Christian persecution going on, and it's been that way for 2,000 plus years. Amen? And, amen? And even more than that, even before Jesus. I mean, there was always a persecution of those that loved and followed the one true God. Okay, Not not this pantheon, this collection of gods with an s, little g, and s. I'm talking about the one God with a capital G. That persecution has always been there. And the way things are going today, it may come again. But if that is the case, do not worry about what you will have to say. You say no when God is telling you to say no. You say no when Holy Spirit is telling you to say no. You say no when you know what they're asking you to do or, to, or participate in. is contrary to the word of God. is contrary to what Jesus Christ is teaching you us has has taught us and is teaching us you just say no and don't worry about what you may have to say because if the time comes where you do have to account for your actions and say why you're saying no don't worry about your words the word of god is saying that the holy spirit for in verse 20 for it is not you that speak but the spirit of your father which speaks in you okay ready? okay and there have been times that, you know, a person, a human being, has been standing in front of me uh, um, asking me something. And even if it's just a casual conversation and and uh, even in times if there were some challenging words or if it was a, a kind of a tense situation that we were in, you know, myself and someone else, then all I would do without, you know, you don't have to stop and say, okay, hold on a minute. Close your eyes, drop down on your knees, grab your Bible and pray about how to answer that person. You simply stand there with your eyes wide open and just say to yourself, just say to yourself, Heavenly Father. Father, give me the words in the name of Jesus. How shall I answer this, Lord, in the name of Jesus? You just say that under your breath to yourself as you're listening. And you you will be surprised at what you wind up saying as a response to that person or to that situation. Okay, you'll be surprised. The same thing happens with, with, with a, a written communication. You get a written communication, a letter, an email, a text or something that is, is wanting to involve you in something that is not uh, in line with the Word of God. You simply pray about what words to say and you start writing. And I guarantee you, not I guarantee you, the Word of God guarantees you that you will have the words to say because Holy Spirit will give you the words to say, will give you the words to speak, will give you the words to write. Amen? Amen? Amen. But you got to be bold in the Lord. you got to be bold and strong in yourself, knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. By yourself, you're no match. You're no match, for, you're no match for the shysters that are out there today. You're no match by yourself for the liars that are out there today. You're no match by yourself for the lying politicians that are out there today. You're no match by yourself for anything that the world is going after today, because they're going counter to the Word of God. Okay? The world is going counter to the Word of God. Is sliding downhill more and more and more. So we as Christians, we as children of the living God, must be bold enough, bold enough to say no. N-O, when God is telling us to say no. Don't be ashamed, don't be afraid. Amen. We need to make sure that we're doing what God wants us to do. You know, for what we can see going on in the world and things that have touched us in the world that's going on, and as individuals, okay, we better learn how to say that no. Again, I say. You may need to learn how to say no. There are many, many false prophets and deceivers that are out there today. Many. Okay. And, and frankly, you don't know who to believe, depending on what news channel you listen to, depending on what, what uh, newspaper you read, depending on what websites you visit. Okay. You don't know who to believe. The only one you can believe is God. The spirit of the living God is who you can believe. Okay. So don't go hanging your hat on anything that any one person can do need to pray about even who you listen to in terms of ministries, in terms of Christian ministries. Make, to, make sure you're, you're, you're listening to someone that is giving you the Word of God based on the Word of God, not based on his or her opinion, okay? Not based on his or her opinion or, or some twist or some watered-down version of the Word. You make sure that what you're hearing is indeed the Word of God, and it can be backed up and verified by what is written in this Holy Bible, that it can be backed up by what the Holy Ghost is telling you. If you're hearing something that is not in line with your word, with the the word of God, not in line with the word of God, the Holy Spirit that is in you, okay. If you're prayed up and you've been praying and you know the Holy Spirit's voice, you know Jesus' voice, you know when God is talking to you, and you're hearing something that is not of Him, you will know. You will know, even if it's coming from somebody's pulpit, you will know if that word that you're hearing is watered down. You will know if that word of God that you're hearing is untrue. You will know if that word of word that you're hearing is not of God. Amen? You'll know if you're standing and listening to a false prophet. You will know the Word of God says, says so. So we have to be bold and we have to be strong and we have to be willing to say no. Don't follow every single voice that you hear. We can't go along and you know, swallow hook, line, and sinker what someone is saying to us, Christian or non-Christian, especially a non-Christian. Amen? Amen? We need to be really, really careful. There are too many false prophets out there. Let's go to the book of Luke, Luke 21. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 21. And we will start with, we'll start with verse number 7. Luke 21, verse number 7. And they asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? Matter of fact, let's go to verse number 6. Five, I'm sorry, verse five, amen, amen. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, as for these things which you behold, the days will come uh, in the which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Seven, and they asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? And he said, take heed, this is Jesus speaking, take heed that you be not deceived. Take heed that you be not deceived. Take heed that you be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, "I am Christ," and the time draweth near. Go ye not there after, there before them. Okay. Go ye not therefore after them. Sorry. Go ye not therefore after them. Okay. Again. Again. Take heed that you be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, "I am Christ," and the time draweth near. Go you not therefore after them. Okay, so so Jesus is saying here, if you have read out of Bible, these words are written in red, meaning this is Jesus actually speaking. He's saying, don't don't go following behind everyone that says, uh, 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 um, go after, go here and go there, because the person speaking, the, the person speaking, uh, uh, is, is has come in the name of Jesus. Okay, there are too many people out there that say, I come in the name of Jesus, and Jesus is saying, don't go following after after all those people don't go following after just anyone do not be be deceived he goes on to say but when you shall hear of wars and commotions be not terrified for these things must must first come to pass but the end is not bye bye okay but the end is not yet all right so don't go listening to everybody that's talking about the end is near and so on like that <laughs> even people that are non-christian I mean how many times have we heard um and, and don't write me some emails about you know global warming and all this kind of stuff and and whether or not it's valid and it is valid and not valid what all I'm just saying to you is that no man Jesus said no man knows the time of the end knows when he's gonna to be told told to return so no man can predict the end and 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 uh, uh, God, I don't. Think God can do anything He wants to do. Okay, I mean He's He's sovereign. Okay, but the way some are out there talking about, you know, the earth is gonna gonna die and the, the end's gonna be in. First they say what nine years, then twelve years. I think it was they were predicting due to due to global warming. God knows what He's doing. God knows knows what He's doing. And of course, God is sovereign, uh, or uh, He can return and send Jesus back any time that He wants to. But there's no man on this planet that can predict that in nine, ten, or twelve years, due to global warming, this planet is going to come to a, to an end. It's going to be ending. Okay? God is very much in control of this planet, very much. All I'm just saying to you based on what Jesus is saying here, take heed that you be not deceived, so, so many uh, for many shall come in my name, saying that I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Be ye not therefore, you know, go you not therefore after them. Don't go following after everybody that's out there speaking and telling you that, that they know what's going to happen to this planet or anything else in your life or anyone else's life. God is the only one that knows the future. Okay? So we've got to be bold enough to say no. Okay, say no to that person and also say no to that thought process. Okay, tear it down. Don't go following along with any thought process that anyone is putting out there that is counter to the word of God just for the sake of going along with it, or because other family members, other peers, other other workers, co-workers or something are going along with, with, with the program. Don't you just go following because there's a lot of deception that's out there. That's the point with Jesus is saying here. That's the point that Jesus is making. There's a lot of deception out there. And you had better learn how to say no. You'd better learn how to say no and not simply just go along with the program for for the sake of going along with the program. Amen. Don't be so afraid, you know, that that you're not considered one of the boys or one of the girls. Oh, boy, wait. I mean, she doesn't believe in that or she doesn't subscribe to that theory. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. So what? What does God say about it? I could care less what my next door neighbor thinks. I could care what another family member thinks in my family. If it's it's not in line with the word of God, okay? If it's not in line with the word of God, I could care less. I'm going to do and believe and think the way God wants me to think, okay? And you got people that's telling you all this kind of nonsense. Don't you think the Holy Spirit knows which way you should be going? Don't you think the Holy Spirit knows what's best for you? Don't you think Holy Spirit knows what's in line in your life to happen and to take place? Now you go along and you say yes to someone for the sake of saying yes because you don't want to offend them or you want to be thinking like everyone else thinks and everything. You go and say yes. You can be saying yes to something that is totally out of line with God's plan for your life. Amen? Think about that. You could be going along with something that is totally out of line with what God has has in mind for your life, what He wants you to do. Okay, so instead of you going along with what God wants you to do, you go along with what they want you to do, what they want you to think, because you want to be popular, because you want to be liked, you know? I just want to be loved by God. I want God to love me because I, I, I'm a faithful servant of His, because I'm trying my best to do what He's calling me to do. Amen? Amen? Because I'm running a race, you know, you know, you know to finish so that in the end, you know, he can say to me, you know, I'm well pleased. You know, you you've been faithful, my son. You've been faithful, amen. So, so don't go getting caught up and worrying about saying no. Just say no. Don't go along with the program so quickly. Okay, okay. We have to remember that, that we have to remember that we are in a spiritual warfare. Make no mistake about it. We're in a spiritual warfare. You can see it going on every day around us. You can see there's a spiritual warfare going on. Look what they're trying to do to our kids. Look what they're trying to do with our schools. Look what they're trying to do with everything in life. The things that we just took so for so for granted as term in terms of freedoms in this country. Look at look at what's happening. Amen. 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 So so you need to make sure, you know, and understand that we are indeed in spirit in a spiritual warfare. Amen. You can see what's going. I mean, look at the violence in the streets. I mean, the senseless violence and the the boldness at which, with which violence is being is being uh, 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 wrought uh, on on, on the citizens. You know. You know. I, I mean, broad daylight things are happening that we didn't see happening before. Okay. So there is indeed a spiritual warfare. Look what's happening to the churches. Look what's happening within some churches. We are in a spiritual warfare. Amen. Let's go to Ephesians chapter six. And I know you know what these scriptures are. Ephesians 6, we've been here many times. Ephesians chapter 6. I'm just going to read a portion of these scriptures here. Uh, 6, and starting with verse number 11. Okay, well, if you go to 10 even. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Okay, so you be strong in the Lord. You know, you know, don't get weak-kneed or, or, or lily liver simply because someone in authority, another man in authority, is telling you to do something which may be outside of God's will. Okay, you be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Okay, man, there's not a man on this planet or anywhere in the universe for that matter, if there's men someplace else. There's not a man in this universe, amen, that's greater and stronger than God. Okay, And we are his children, so therefore we are to be strong in the power of the Lord, Okay, in the power of God's might. Verse number 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. Okay, Stand, that doesn't mean to waffle and fold. If someone is wanting you to do something that you don't want to do, you stand firm. And don't be worrying about what he or she is trying to tell you to do. I don't care who they are, who they are. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Another man is nothing but another man. God is God. God is God. Okay. And the most another man can do is at worst, take your life. But even there, Saint of God, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm not saying to go and do something here yeah, that's going to wind up, get yourself killed. But what I'm saying to you is that if that person is indeed wanting you to really, really, if you ever got to the point, you know, like, you know, during day during tribulation, talk about you renounce Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and so forth like that, then I'm not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. Okay, and so even if they wind up taking your life, if you did wind up being martyred the way some of the uh, apostles were were martyred and so on like that, then, you know, you, you, you go home to the Lord. It's better that you please God than to be worried about a man. Okay, there is no man. All a man can do is take your physical life, but it is only God. It is only God that can destroy a soul. Amen. 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 And that destruction, of course, is going down to the pit. So you don't be worrying about what other men can do. You, you learn how to say no and be bold. It goes on, at verse 11, And Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There is spiritual wickedness in high, in high places. I mean, it really, really is. If you're following what's going on, there's spiritual wickedness in high places. Verse 13, wherefore take unto you the whole arm of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And and the scriptures go on talking about stand, stand, stand. So the point here again that I want to make for today is is, is that learn how to say no, remember to say no, and oh, it's a very, very powerful word that can keep you out of hellfire. Okay, it can protect you from those wiles, the wiles of, the, and those darts that the devil throws at you. All right, you got something going on in your in your life right now. You make a decision, saint of God. All right, You make a decision, and you make sure make sure that that decision that you're going to make is in line with the Word of God and is indeed what God is telling you to do. Amen? I don't care what that decision or who that decision is involving, what is involved, what, is, what it, is, it is entailing, who is involved, whatever that decision is that you're about to make, make sure you're doing it in line with God, okay? And you stand and be bold, and you turn down Whatever it is that is being offered to you, or whatever is being trying to do whatever is trying to pull you in, you turn it down in a heartbeat if God, if it's not in line with God's word and don't be afraid about offending another human being, God is the one that you want to please amen, 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 be bold, stand, stay strong, and just remember to say no and N-O. oh, praise God, praise God, I pray this message was a blessing to you, and if it was. Um, send the uh, link to uh, these podcasts to someone else. We can be reached at wwwgenesis word genesis1.sermon.net. And when you get to you look in the upper right-hand corner, there's a subscribe button. Click on that subscribe button, and you'll be notified whenever these sermons are made available. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Go forth and be, be blessed, and let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we've had with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we pray that these words that we heard today will steep down, seep down deeply within our spirits and stay there, Lord God, so that when the evil one comes upon us, that we can indeed be bold enough in you to say no that we shall not be dragged and, and co-opted into doing anything that is not in line with your word and not in line with your will. Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord God, let us be bold. Not, let us not be able. Be, let us not be, be afraid to, to turn down any situation that would draw us away from you, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. We praise you, Heavenly Father. We magnify thy most glorious name in the master's name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. Again, hope this message was a blessing. Go forth and be blessed. In the name of Jesus, and remember that Jesus is indeed Lord.